Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. My name is Bob Heilig, your host and the founder of Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for the new wave of network marketing leaders that want to make an impact and aren't just building a downline, they're building a better world. Join us each week and learn how to build a profitable network marketing business that gives you complete freedom so that you can give back to the world in an even bigger way. All right, welcome to episode 76 of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about Facebook groups. So if you are currently using a Facebook group to help you grow your business, whether it is a product focus, I know a lot of people have VIP customer groups, or a team building group, today's episode is going to have massive value for you. I'm going to be teaching you and really focusing on how to take your VIP customer groups that you have that are more focused on helping you make sales for your products that I'm guessing a lot of you probably aren't really getting consistent great results and engagement from. I'm going to give you a game plan that is absolutely going to help you turbocharge your results to completely wake up from the dead, the people that are in the group. And I'm going to teach you some strategies today that I promise are going to be so different from maybe what you've been doing or currently doing, but are going to be incredibly effective. So really excited to chat about groups. Now, before we get into the episode, I do actually want to announce our winners from our contest, our Instagram story contest last week. Now, I do want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to tag me in your story and promote the podcast. We got some really great exposure for the podcast, and I did do my best to respond back to each and every one of you. So thank you so much for that. But the winners for the week, I promise I'd select three winners, are Arthur Zablocki, Megan McKenzie, and Juliana Gatto. So all each three of you need to do is just email us at support at bobheilig.com. Let us know you were the winner, and we are going to award you a one-year membership to the Legacy Leadership Academy. So congratulations and thanks, everyone. But let's get into Facebook groups. You know, inside of my membership program, the Legacy Leadership Academy, we focus on two areas primarily, leadership development and social media. And we actually, just this past month, our big masterclass training was on Facebook groups. And I just think that Facebook groups are such an important thing for each and every one of us to be focusing on. So whether you haven't even started a group of your own, but you're wondering if you should and maybe wanting to, or you already have a group, but you're just not getting the results you want, this is going to be the episode for you. But let's answer this question first. Why Facebook groups? Well, I want to share a quote with you from Mark Zuckerberg from the summer of last year, where they made a big announcement about really changing the focus of Facebook moving forward. And what's happening is the entire platform is really shifting to groups and communities, creating what Mark calls meaningful groups and communities. And the quote was that our goal is to get 1 billion of our users to become active members of meaningful groups and communities on Facebook. And that's what we're starting to see. Business pages, the deck is being stacked against them. and Facebook is focusing on your personal profile and 
trying to reduce the amount of promotions and businesses that you see in your newsfeed. They're shifting to quality content over quantity. And I think really for me, though, the future lies in groups. They're making so many enhancements and changes for group owners to allow us to add even more value. And if I were you, seeing the way things are headed, I would be going all in right now, creating communities using groups. Now, I know many of you probably have already started groups, whether it's a VIP customer group or a team group, but I bet you the problem is that you most likely have very little engagement inside of that group. And you really probably aren't seeing much in the way of results. When you post in there, it's like crickets. Nobody's liking or paying attention. And I'll tell you, the reason for that is most likely that you are approaching the group totally wrong. And in today's episode, I am going to teach you how to change all of that. I'm going to give you a blueprint for exactly how to either start a product-focused prospecting group or take your existing VIP customer group, make some pretty big changes to the way that you approach it, but help you 10x your results. And I'm just telling you, if you implement what I'm about to teach you, I guarantee you that within 60 to 90 days, you will easily double or triple the size of your group and double or triple the amount of results. Now, some of you are like, well, that's not hard because I'm seeing no result. But the point is, is you're going to finally have a group that is helping you build your business. Now, before I get into that, let me just say this. What groups are really the goal here is we want to be able to create communities through groups that help us make sales of our products and help us get more recruits for our business. Now, the key, though, in order for us to do that is we must create a community where the members are engaged with the content. Because the thing is, if the people that are in your group when you're posting, if they're not engaging with your content, then the chances of that post even showing up in their newsfeed is slim to none. And that's the problem. So the strategies that I'm going to teach you today, I'm going to just tell you, they are going to be very different from probably what you've already been taught or what you're currently doing. But let me just say straight up, if what you're doing is already working, meaning that you're consistently making sales, you've got great engagement, your group is growing every single month, if that's happening, then there's really no need for you to do anything different. So maybe in this episode, I give you a couple of creative ideas to even do what you're doing better. But having said that, what I know is I probably just eliminated 99% of you because I know the vast majority of people that do have groups, they're not growing every month, they're not seeing tremendous engagement, and they're not consistently making sales in those groups, right? So this is the episode for you. Here's the first thing that I recommend, which is going to be very different from maybe what you're already doing. I recommend for you to not have the name of your company as either the group name or anywhere in the branding or image of your group. See, the reason why most of these like VIP customer groups have no engagement is the only reason they exist is to promote and sell. There's no additional value that's being offered to the group members. So it's like, unless you're ready to buy, then the people that are in there, they're not even paying attention to what's happening. 
And remember, if they're not paying attention and engaging inside of the group, when you're posting something, that's why it's crickets because nobody is even seeing it because that's the way the Facebook algorithm works. So here's what you need to do. What I want you to do is I want you to think about either creating the group around some of you have a company that has like a flagship product that is like the hottest product. The business is built around this one thing that people love and it creates amazing transformation for them. And that's the thing that brings them into the world of your company and your business and the culture. So whether you're creating the group around that as the foundation, maybe it's a category of products. So like if you're in a company that has a very broad, diverse line of products, think about maybe the healthcare category or the skincare. Like you know, number one, what has the most sizzle and what people really love the most. And then also take into account, what are you most passionate about? You might be in a company that has a hundred different products, but you're most passionate about health and nutrition. So you could create the group around that category, or you might be in a company that has a very strong overall mission of the company. I can think of one on, off the top of my head. I know a lot of you listen to this show. You've got this mission of clean products. So that might be something that would lend itself well to what I'm going to teach you here right now. But here's the idea, is we want to make the group generic. So it's not branded to the specific company because we want to create it around a bigger overarching mission or purpose. It's not just selling and promoting your stuff. So I want you to think about why does the group exist? What's the purpose? What is the mission or the impact that you're looking to make when you're coming up with the concept of the group? I'll give you some examples of what I'm talking about. Let's say you're in a company that has skincare or makeup products. So instead of creating the group around your particular company branded to those products and all you do is, hey, we've got this sale, we've got this new product, create a group built around something like becoming beautiful from the inside and the outside, where the mission is really teaching people not only the external, but the inner beauty. And it's almost like that's the impact and the cause and the mission. Or if you sell nutritional supplements, create a group that's built around overall health and wellness or biohacking or something like that, where your impact that you're looking to make is much more than just selling your company's products. It's serving people on such a higher level, helping them create a better life for themselves through their health and nutrition and fitness or whatever that might be. And realize this, people will be attracted to why you started the group, right? The mission behind the content and the messages, that's what they're really going to be attracted to and why they're gonna, when they get introduced to your community, they're gonna be like, wow, this is what I wanna be a part of. Now. Inside of the group, here's kind of the goal. We want to be creating content that is tied into the overall group concept, which is probably 70 to 80% is generic content where you're not promoting your products or services specifically. This is very different from what most people do. I'm going to talk more about this in a second. And then every so often, you're mixing in those product promotions. Look, it's the same guidelines that I've been teaching you for the last two years of how you should be posting on your profile, your group should really be not much different. And the group will contain both existing customers, people that have bought from you at some point, and your prospects 
anybody that's interested in learning not only about your products, but also people that just want to learn about health and wellness or being beautiful inside and outside. See, this is where you can start growing your group very quickly. If you're giving people value more than just selling, they're going to want to be a part of your community, want to be a part of your movement. They're going to see your sales promotions and you're going to make more sales because of that. So the group is being used to keep them informed of things that are happening. You're sprinkling in your products when it's appropriate and relevant, but it's really focused on that education and adding value around the group concept. And look, I've just found that when it comes to these prospecting Facebook groups, it is easier to build those types of groups around the product messages because it's a lot easier for people that are on your team to invite into a group like we're talking about and explain the value to them and the community that you can create of like-minded people can become really, really powerful, right? But here's another big thing that I recommend that I think you'll find is very different. When we're talking about creating these groups, these product-focused prospecting groups, I recommend that you also open it up for your team to join the same group and invite their prospects. Now, I know some of you, I just totally screwed up your mind. You're like, wait, what? And I know that this is something that people really struggle with understanding, but let me explain to you. Let me help you understand why I recommend you do this. I want you to start thinking differently. See, because here's where I want to push and challenge you. I don't want you to do something just because that's the way it's always been done. If it is not effective and working for the masses, then it is our job as leaders to find a better way. Here's what I know based off of my experience of having worked with tens of thousands of people in this profession over the last couple of years. The vast majority of people that have these VIP customer groups, they've got maybe 20 to 30 people in the group. You know, maybe they have more, but there's absolutely nothing happening. They're not making sales. There's not tons of engagement. That's really the majority of people that describes their groups. And I bet you, if you think about all the people on your team, you probably have dozens or hundreds of people that have these dead groups, these small little communities that they're occasionally posting in, but it's a complete waste of time. So my question to you is this, what makes more sense to have dozens or hundreds of people on your team that have these smaller, ineffective groups seeing no results or to put together one really well-run group where you intentionally create content that not only gets members engaged, but adds value to them and helps everyone on your team make product sales. See, to me, the answer is kind of obvious. If you can put together something that works for your whole team, what's that going to do for your overall business? What's that going to do for the excitement and enthusiasm of your team to see that they're finally making sales and people are excited? What can that do long-term? But I can hear what some of you are saying now. But Bob, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if somebody adds somebody to my group and someone else signs them up as a customer? Or what if this or blah? There's always a what if or a yeah, but. We can always find something that could potentially say, yeah, I don't want to do it because of that. But I'm here to tell you that the benefits of doing this so far outweigh any potential downside. Could you run risk of something like that happening? Yeah, I guess, but I would argue this. If I'm on your team and I add a prospect of mine to the group 
and you're doing a video educating me, I'm going to literally give you content. I'm going to teach you how to run these types of groups. But if I add you to the group and you're interested in buying, you ain't buying off some random person that's doing a Facebook Live in the group. You're going to contact me. See, the whole part of making it work the way that I'm teaching you is teaching your team how to run the group. If you add somebody, you must follow up with them. So it's not just kind of like haphazardly doing this. There is a strategy and a formula to making this work. Now, here's the only exception to the rule in my mind. If you've got a leader on your team that also has a big organization, then have them do their own thing. And look, if there are people that are on your team that have groups that are working for them, then like I said, there's no reason for them to do anything different. But I just know 90% of people, it is not working for them. So why not create something that can help them? Now, at the end of the day, test it out. I'm not looking for you to take what I say as gospel truth and with blind faith. Like, oh, Bob said it. We got to go do it. Test it out. Pick a few people. The strategies that I'm going to teach you today, implement them in your group. Pick a couple of people on your team that are struggling, have them join your group and add some prospects and watch what happens. I can almost guarantee you, if you do that, you are going to get really excited at what you start to see happen. So let's get into the logistics of setting up and running the group. Just a couple of things on setting the group up. We've already talked about the overall branding and concept. I want you to make sure that the group is either closed or private. Do not have your group set up to be public. If it's public, anybody can join. You're going to have tons of spammers. I prefer a closed group or I even like a private group. Here's why I like a private group. See, the only difference between closed and private, if somebody's searching for your group, they can find it if it's closed. But a private group, the only way somebody can be added to the group is if they are added by another member. So here's why I like private groups, because I can set it up to where I don't even need to approve the member requests. In a closed group, I would absolutely recommend you've got to approve every member request because you don't want, like I said, spammers coming in. But in a private group, you can feel safer about just having anyone be able to add because you're only getting added by existing group members. So that's just why I like secret groups. You definitely want to make sure that all posts in the group must be approved by an admin. You're going to select several admins on your team, leaders that can help you with this. This way you can filter out the crap. And also, you need to come up with very clear group rules and etiquette, okay? What is, what isn't allowed, you need to have those posted very clearly inside of the group, which we'll talk about in a second, but that's kind of just some administrative stuff that I would recommend doing. Now, let's get into the actual execution of what to do inside the group. Here's the first thing you need to do. You must film a welcome video. Ideally, it's probably going to be somewhere between five and 10 minutes in length, okay? If it's a little shorter, no big deal. Don't have it go over 10 minutes. You're going to film a welcome video on your phone, right? Nothing fancy. Get your phone, get a tripod, shoot it landscape so it's sideways, have good lighting, and go to Amazon and spend 20 bucks and get a microphone so the sound is good. But you don't have to do some super fancy setup. Just film it on your phone. But here's what this video is going to do. You're going to take this video and you're going to pin it to the top of the group. Or actually now, they haven't rolled this functionality out to everyone yet, but pinned posts are now actually called announcements. And you can actually have multiple announcements 
at the top of a group, which is pretty exciting. There's some cool things you can do with that. But you're going to pin it to the top of the group. And then what's going to happen is your welcome video. This is where you explain the purpose and the mission and the impact of the group, who you're looking to help. What's the vision where you're looking to connect emotionally with people? You'll say things like this in the group. Listen, we're not just here to try to sell you stuff. We may occasionally make product recommendations when appropriate, but it's not required for you to buy. The more important reason why we started this group is because we want to help you in this area. Our mission is to empower people here. Here's the impact. We want to create a movement around this. See, because when you bring people in and that's the first thing they hear, they're like, wow, this is great. I feel at home. When their values and beliefs align with yours, you make an instant connection with them. In the video, let them know what to expect and where they can find things. Go over the group rules and etiquette and encourage them to be active members. Post, share. And then the other thing I do is I always say, hey, leave a comment below. Let us know where you're from. So this way, there's social proof. Somebody, what you want to teach your team is anytime someone adds someone to the group, a new prospect, have them tag them in the welcome video so they see it. And then they get introduced. That's kind of their orientation. But then they see all of these comments, all this social proof. That's the first impression that you want to make. Now, it's important that you also teach people the right way to add people. Never add someone to a group without them knowing it's going to happen and agreeing to it, right? That's a big problem. Don't do the spammy thing where you're just adding people to groups. You must do it professionally, and they must agree or know that you're doing it. And just remember, when it comes to this welcome video, people are going to buy why you do what you do long before they buy what you do or how you're different or better. If you can make that emotional connection with them, they're instantly going to like you and trust you. Okay, so you've got the welcome video. You got it pinned. You've got in that copy, you've got some welcome message there, welcoming and maybe going over that mission of why you created the group, and that's that first impression. Let's talk about some content creation strategies. So remember, the goal here is not to just sell and promote stuff. You must create mostly generic, valuable content. I want you to think of three things. Educate people. If you're doing health and wellness, share content that educates me in that area entertain me, do things that are fun, be yourself, be authentic. If you're goofy, be goofy. People like that kind of stuff and empower them. Always have some inspiration sprinkled in because people, they will stick around for the culture and for the feeling that you give them. If being a part of this group makes them a better human being, they're not going to go anywhere. So Sprinkle a mixture of that type of stuff, but keep it focused on that overall content. Now, what I love about, like, let's just say uh, beauty on the inside and beauty on the outside, you could create personal development, personal growth training. That's beauty on the inside. Beauty on the outside, you could create makeup tips or skincare or whatever. You've got so much flexibility. So design your group concept in a way that allows you to talk about the things that you're passionate about talking about. Just a couple of other things. When you're creating this generic content, here's why this is really important. It does a couple of really critical things. The first thing it does is it gives your group more credibility with people. Because when they get into the group and they see that you're just not here to sell them, like it's more than just words, like you're actually giving them stuff that is helping them, then that will immediately make you more credible. 
which will build trust, right? They will trust you more because of that, which will lead to them buying from you, right? But it also makes the group way more valuable for people. And I'm just telling you, if your group right now is dead and it has very little engagement, here's what that is. I almost guarantee it's because you're not creating consistent content the way that I'm teaching you. But what people are really saying to you without saying it is we don't find value in what you do here. Because you want to know what? If they found value in what you were doing, they would actually be showing up and consuming the content. So this is where we have to start tipping the scales back in our favor. Now, what's one of the best and most powerful tools we have to grow a group and do what we're trying to do here? Without a doubt, no question in my mind, Facebook Live. And I'm just going to tell you this. If you have a group, and you want to grow that community, and you want it to be a key part of your business building strategy, you must, capital M-U-S-T, you must be doing Facebook Lives in the group. Do you understand the ability to do Facebook Lives in a private group that no one else gets access to is one of the most powerful things we've ever had to grow our business and our brands? So at least once per week, probably more frequently than that, you got to be going live in that group. I'm going to give you some ideas of what to do, but here's where I love the idea of having a couple of other trusted leaders on your team that you can share the burden of creating the content and doing the live so it's not just you. Let me give you some ideas for what you can do with live. So here's one great idea. You could interview experts in your space. You could do a dual Facebook Live where it's a split screen. Or what I even like more is if you could use a service like Zoom. You know, a lot of you are already using Zoom. They have a webinar add-on. It's like 30 bucks a month. If you purchase their webinar add-on, you can stream Zoom live into Facebook to a group, your page, your profile. So I use Zoom all the time streaming live into my group, but you could interview experts and say, hey, here's an expert on this topic, which is related to our group. Let me interview you. And you you don't even have to be the one bringing the value. You can just introduce them to the group. That's a great strategy. Here's another one. I'd be doing like a weekly product spotlight. Once a week, pick a product. This is where your specific promotions can come in. Pick a product, do a spotlight, and don't just try to sell, educate. Why is this type of product important, right? Entertain them, be yourself. If you're doing the live and your kids are running by, go with it. Yeah, that's my daughter, Jill. She's always, you know, like just be yourself. Don't take yourself too seriously. This is the kind of stuff that people really enjoy. Another great idea is a weekly Facebook live show tied to the overall group concept. So I tell this story all the time. She's a student of mine, a client, and her name is Jessica. She's probably listening to this, but she started a weekly Facebook live show that she calls her clean product junkie. She is in a company that sells clean, non-toxic products for your home. She started a weekly show, but here's the key to doing this. It's not just about your products. Every week she picks a new room or a new type of product and she educates on why clean products are important. And a lot of times she's not even selling her particular company's products. She's talking about another product that is out there. But here's what this does. It becomes an event. People look forward to it. 
it builds credibility and authority. And what happens is, what I love about this is that if you can demonstrate authority to people, they're going to come to you and they're going to want to buy. They're going to ask you questions. And when you can get people coming to you, asking you questions, you're not a salesperson anymore. You are a consultant. If somebody's saying, hey, I've got this question, all you're doing is making a product recommendation based off of their problem that they've told you. It's a really powerful way to sell. And then here's what happened. On these like weekly live shows, you've got people on there asking you questions. You could use the comments and the shares as a way to be reaching out and prospecting people. And then it also allows you to do something which I think is so important. It's called conversationally selling. Here's what conversationally selling sounds like. You're doing this live show, talking about whatever, and somebody asks you a question. And in the answer, you say something like, you know what? Our company actually has a product that could do that. Let me see if I could grab it real quick. Oh, here it is. And oh, by the way, since you asked, here's what this does. And you know, if you're interested, you got that problem or anybody else does, just get back with the person that invited you. They could tell you how you can get this. Conversationally selling is so powerful because it doesn't create resistance. People don't feel like they're being sold because you are responding to an incoming request. You're recommending a solution to that problem. So the more you are on live in that group, the more opportunities you have to do that type of stuff. Here's some other ideas. Customer testimonials. You could prepare people that are using the products already, could be even people that are already on your team, and do a split-screen interview where you have them talk about the benefits of the products and the transformation. And then sprinkle in those short little three- to five-minute lives that are purely for the perspective of teaching, entertaining, and inspiring people. Now, a question I get a lot is, okay, but should I be doing these lives on my profile or in the group? And is it okay to share a live that I do on my profile into the group? It is okay, but you must make sure that you are creating content exclusive in the group. Now, here's how this works. You got to do lives on your profile because that's where you're going to bring new people into your world, right? If somebody shares your live on your profile, you can have thousands of other people see that. They come into your world, and then once they know who you are, then you can start promoting your group. And here's a simple way to do this. Do a Facebook Live, you know, design a short little training that you do on your personal profile, and then at the end of that live, say something like this. Hey, I'm going to continue this conversation inside of the private group, so I'll be answering questions, and I'll even bring some of you on live, and I'll do some coaching or help you in this area. So if you're in that group, I'll see you over there. And by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you'd like to be added to the group, drop me a message, drop me a comment, or I'll just leave the group link in the comments. You can join right from there. And that simple call to action of getting them from one place to the other. So they feel like, what's behind the curtains? Like I get, there's all this other stuff happening. I want to find out what that is. It's an, a really powerful way to grow the group. Some other ideas for content. Customer testimonials are great. You know, inside of these product groups, what will happen, people will start posting about their results. Now, you want to be careful. You want to make sure people know that there are guidelines for creating testimonials, right? You got to be careful about making health claims. That's a big no-no. So in your rules and regulations, you give them guidelines. And this is also where, why we want to have the posts approved, because if something comes in that's a no-no, we do not approve it. But when a good testimonial comes in, like let's say somebody writes a post, screenshot it, 
and then save it. You can create a photo album in the group of all of your product testimonials. How powerful would it be instead of somebody having to go through hundreds and hundreds of posts in a timeline to find a handful of testimonials, you could have them go right to the photo album and they could literally see dozens and dozens and dozens of testimonials from people. What social proof, how powerful would that be to be able to do that? Then the final tip I'm going to give you for content creation, I save the best for last. This is without a doubt my number one tip for not only growing your group really fast, but also making tons of product sales. And here's what it is, running group challenges inside of the group. Here's how you do this. You pick a specific topic or transformation to help people with. The more specific, the better. Now, it must be related to your overall group topic. So let's say that you're in a group that does like biohacking or health and wellness. And so you want to run a five-day hydration challenge where you're basically just trying to teach people the importance of drinking enough water, knowing that like 70% of the population suffers from dehydration. They have no clue. They don't realize literally just drinking more water will give them better energy, will improve, you know, clear, help clear up their skin. So you know it's something that if you can get people to do, they're going to see tremendous value. Or maybe it's just some sort of an eating challenge, like eliminating sugar or, you know, how to clear up your complexion. Or if you're in a beauty company, maybe it's a challenge related to freshen up your wardrobe for spring on a budget. You're teaching them all of the latest fashion tips and trends and where you can get stuff super cheap or how to put outfits together. Like you could do a challenge literally for anything. But my recommendation is make it shorter, 21 days max, because the longer the challenge is, the harder it is to keep people engaged. And also, you do not want the challenge to be a sales promotion for your company. They shouldn't have to buy your products to do the challenge. That's going to limit the amount of people that are going to be able to participate in it. So you pick this idea for a challenge, pick the time frame. You're going to run the challenge right inside of the group because the idea is this. You're going to get your whole team, all the people that are in the group, excited about inviting people to this free challenge, helping them with this amazing transformation that they want. And all the people that come into the group when the challenge is done, most of them are going to stick around in the community and they're going to start to get exposed to your promotions and they're going to start buying and you're going to be making more sales. Now, here's an important thing to keep in mind. Over the course of the challenge, you're just delivering just generic free content. You're doing Facebook Lives, creating posts. So you want to think ahead of time, if it's going to be a seven-day challenge, how often am I going to go live? What am I going to teach each day? So you want to kind of have it thought out beforehand. Maybe you're going to do some sort of like a fast or you could even do if you have a group that's built around like entrepreneurship or personal development, you could do a confidence challenge or a productivity challenge. I mean, like I said, it's limitless the amount of options of things you could do. But here are a couple of things to keep in mind. So you want to make sure that about seven to 10 days before the challenge starts, you have your team begin to invite. You don't want to have them invite two to three weeks away because it's just too long of a time frame. You're going to lose that urgency. A week before, maybe 10 days, what you want to do is you want to have your team start to invite. Now, I recommend for you to literally teach them word for word what to say, how to invite 
and how to sell the benefits of the transformation. Look, they're selling the actual transformation. Do you want more energy? Do you want cleaner skin? Do you want to lose some weight? Do you want to you know, have a better looking wardrobe? Whatever it is, they're selling the benefits. Well, we got this free challenge. You got to check this out. I'm going to add you to this group. We're going to do this thing together. So you literally teach your team how to do it, and this is what's going to happen. Your people, I promise you, will invite 10 times the amount of people they normally would prospect because it's a free challenge. It's a specific transformation. So they're getting excited about helping people. And because it's all done together, they get caught up in it. It becomes fun. Their competitive nature starts to kick in. You can make it a contest to see who can get the most in the challenge. You can be holding their hand every step of the way, helping them and teaching them how to follow up, how to you know continue to invite as the challenge is going on. And then at the end of the challenge, here's what happens. You can make a sales promotion. So at the end of this free challenge where you've just built a relationship with them, you've got more credibility, they're trusting you, right? Because of what you've just done, you can then say, hey, listen, we've got this product or this kit or this thing that we really believe is gonna help you continue this transformation. So if you got any value out of this, Here's what I recommend. Here's how you can get it. Here's where it's going to help you. If you're interested, get back with the person that invited you into this group. And now keep in mind, you're teaching your people to be following up as this is happening. I'm just telling you, you're going to make 10 times the amount of sales than you normally would. And you know what? Even if they don't buy, who cares? Because now they're a part of your community. They're seeing the value. They're feeling like, man, this is, these are the people I want to be around. And they might not buy then, but I promise you, the chances of them buying 30, 60, 90 days from now are so much higher than they were before. And now once again, you know, you could task all of your people to try to do this individually with a teeny small little group, which guess what the chance of that is happening? Probably not too good. Or you could do a focused effort with your entire team or a portion of your team all working together. It's like, it's like this ballet dance where it's all carefully orchestrated. All the pieces are moving at the same time, and there's a well-thought-out strategy for posting and lives, and it is just churning out results. This is the benefit of doing this type of an approach. So that's the training there. I'm telling you. this is. Look, I realize some of you might be kind of struggling with this. You're like, man, this is really different from what we've been taught, but I just want to, once again, I want to go back to what I said earlier. If what you're doing is working, you're already crushing it, then hey, you know what? Good for you. Don't change anything. But then I want you to ask a second question. You might be crushing it, but how's your team doing? Are they crushing it? And if they're not crushing it and you are, why not open that up to some people? Why not let your team leverage your abilities, your talents, your success? Isn't that what leadership is about? About helping and serving our team? And, you know, but once again, I just know for most of you, you're probably not seeing those results. So I just want you to be open that maybe there's a different and a better way. Just because it's always been one way doesn't mean it should always be that way. So even if it's just taking like one thing that you learned here and trying it and just keeping that next, taking that next step, I'm telling you, this is going to dramatically, dramatically help you in your business. So that's the message. For today, hey, like I said earlier, if you got any value out of this training, I'm just telling you this is the tip of the iceberg in terms of what we cover 
in my new membership program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. Look, I am very confident in saying this. The training that we give people in this membership, there is no better social media training in the entire profession. I'm not saying that there aren't other people that are good, but I'm just telling you there is no one that is better than the level of training that we give you inside of this program. So if you're looking to step up your game, feel free to come check us out. Just go to LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com. Now, we only open enrollment a couple of times a year. So if you go to that website, you can join the wait list. So you'll be one of the first people to know when we reopen. And I haven't made an official announcement yet, but we are going to be reopening in April. So it's coming very soon. So make sure you join the wait list. And inside of the membership, just so you know, I only gave you like a third of this training. Also, I have an entire training on how to run your team Facebook groups. And if you thought this one was good, the team group one, we have people that are implementing what we're teaching and crushing it. I can't even believe we were not doing this before. So just kind of creating some curiosity. So go check us out, LegacyLeadershipAcademy.com. But as always, I want to thank you so much for being here. I love you. I appreciate your support. And hey, look, if you've been getting any value out of the show and you feel called, compelled to do it, leave us a review. Go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Reviews are really important for podcasts because the more reviews we get, the higher we rank in visibility. So it just brings more people into our world to continue this mission that we're creating here. But I'm just so appreciative of all of you and the support. So hope you got some value out of this today. I'll see you real soon on the next episode. So have a great day, everybody. Take care.